Welcome back. I'm Kim Bailey and she's Fuliana Osborne and this is Inside Exec. Today we're going to look at another scenario and we'll, I'll let Fuliana introduce it more formally. Okay, so your background is that you've been very successful leading a single discipline team. People respect you both within your team and managers and the next level from that is to manage a multidiscipline team. So in that case you were tapped on the shoulder and you applied and successfully got the role. In accordance, you've been doing it for a bit. All the feedback you're getting is that everybody's happy, people work for you, alongside of you, and you report to very happy with your performance and with your style, same as before. However... You're not happy. Yes, <laughs> you're not happy. So what should you do? Well, in this situation, we find that there's a degree of self-doubt that what you were happy with doing because you knew that you do it well and you were comfortable at all the decision-making, the processes, everything that, that contributed to how you did the job, you had under control. And now you're faced with a situation where that's not the case and although everyone else sees that you are managing and coping and doing all of the right things at this new or this changed level it's not necessarily a new level but at this changed in this changed role but you're not happy because you're not getting the reward the feed not so much the feedback but you're not getting the personal reward from this role a very difficult situation for you to address because you need to look at why why are you not happy with the results of your management of, of this multidiscipline team or, or of many teams rather than just one team? If everyone around you, if all of the measures of your success in this role are above the red line, are saying that you're doing the right thing, why is it that you're not happy and how can that be addressed in terms of this work situation? I guess in analysing that you you probably don't know that at the time, but you need to dig deeper. Could it be that you always valued the technical knowledge more of being able to help others through strong technical knowledge of the one discipline? Because as a leader, as a motivator, fair and reasonable and mentor and coach of a team, you're good at it, whether it's a team of five or now five teams of five each. However, maybe you're just thinking, because I am technically not as strong in all those five different areas, maybe I don't feel as good within myself and the, the service I'm giving others, if you like. If that's the case, you need to talk about that and find out from other people that ran, that done that job and done it well, uh, someone that you can trust, a, a more seasoned, uh, maybe even retired person that used to do it. And, and find out, is your assumption correct? Should you have that assumption? If it's because you're, un that, that's one reason and, and then you've got to think about that. Another one could be that maybe by going to the next level up of multidiscipline, it's not the people management and the technical issues, it's more the political arena. Maybe it's as you're going higher up, you're playing different dimensions of, of business politics. Maybe it's within different areas within and out of country or at political level, whatever it may be. Maybe that's not your style, maybe that's a very uncomfortable place for you to be 
and maybe then you your I guess doubts are real is that you don't want to, to play at that level you want to go back to the level where you were before I, I think it's interesting that we can look at this in terms of what happens at school you know when we look at children at school and they're in my era were classed as the naughty kids in the class and they were put in the corner it was often because they were not challenged by what was being taught in the classroom because the classroom is the the lowest common denominator of teaching we teach to a level that is the the 80 percent of the classroom and the other 20 percent whether they're above or below that have to look after themselves these days i know that, that, that there is more focus on identifying learning abilities so that the teaching is directed at the, the learning abilities more so than the, the general rule. But we transpose that into the work arena. Perhaps you are not fulfilled in this role for whatever reason. And it might be, as Fulian has talked about, that you enjoyed the technical side of it. It might be that you can see more potential and you don't know how to address utilising the resources that you've got in a different way to create even more output than is currently happening within the team. It might be a range of things, but I think that you have to look at, is the work fulfilling you? and Do you feel that it is rewarding? And if it's not, why isn't it? And it could be a whole range of things that can be done in a positive sense rather than the negative things about it being too many meetings or too much time behind the desk or not enough on the tools, all of those sorts of things that happen when we, we change roles from single focus to, to multiple focus. One thing you shouldn't do is do nothing. <laughs> because if you did nothing, it means that your discomfort or unhappiness feeling, that feeling, is only going to get worse and maybe out of proportions. And it's you we're talking about. You owe it to yourself to be happy and enjoy what you're doing. Because in this particular scenario, everybody else is all right. They're happy with what you're doing and they'd be surprised to know you're not. So you can't just ignore it. On the other hand, you when you are um, looking for some sort of research and, and to find out, it can even get harder because what happens is the people that believe in you and happy with you will just say, oh, don't be ridiculous, it's great, you're doing a great job, you must stay there, um, you're absolutely one of the best and nobody. And people who haven't got to that level would say, oh, I'd kill to be in your shoes and I wish I was half as good as you and I want to be there. Then you think, okay, so that's the business side in my social network, family, friends. And they'd be saying, oh, don't be ridiculous. Why would you give up such a great opportunity that you're doing so good at? What about your standing in the community? What about your, you know, social standing, etc., etc.? So all you're getting there is what everybody else wants. You've got to keep saying, what do I want? And what do I live with? And, and I think it's good to go back to and look at why did you take on the role in the first place? Yes. What, what was the deciding factors in taking on this role and accepting this role and if you've listened to one of the other scenarios that we've done we talk about taking up an opportunity that's offered to you and uh, and if you've worked through that process then you should at this point now when you're doing a review basically be able to look back at that process and say well I took on this role for these reasons it's not doing this or this isn't the case anymore and, and that might be a really easy way for you to review what is not fulfilling about the role now. It might be so different to what you 
based your decision on in the first place. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the other thing is, if one of the reasons you chose it is because you don't want to let others down, that believed in you and promoted you, that's one thing. So you're going to be even harder for, if that was the case, for you to, oh, I'm letting everyone else down now because mm. I want to go. Again, my strong advice is don't leave yourself as the last person on the list because yeah. you're the one that goes in every day. You're the one. And remember, no matter what you do, there'll be an adjustment, but your respect will be there because you're a person that earned that respect at both levels. So if you're unhappy, it'll start showing <laughs> over time. And even if you keep it to yourself, it'll start showing as well. So I've got another little saying for you now. I try every podcast to give you some little gem of wisdom. So today's is what other people think of you is their problem. So don't let what other people think of you in this role be part of your decision process when it conflicts with how you feel about the role itself. Let's extend the issue and say that we've done our, our research, we've, done, we've looked back and we've decided that we took on this role because we wanted to please a whole lot of people. Social and work associates, they all, all were encouraging and we felt really rewarded by the fact that they were all encouraging and they all had different reasons but all came to the same point of saying that you deserved this promotion, you had worked for it, it was the right time, it was going to make you look good at work and, and socially and it, it, it seemed like all of the positives were there for you to make the decision. So you went with the flow and you said, okay, you know, you didn't have enough objections to say, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. So you go with the flow rather than make the decision. And that's probably the important point is that you didn't actually make a decision. You went with the flow of other people's opinions about what the role would be and how it would be. It should theoretically, because you didn't make a decision at that point, be easy for you to make a decision now and say, I've experienced it. I've tried it out, it is not right for me. And then the approach has to be that this is not a failure. This is not something that you haven't done right, that you didn't get right. And you're not going to suddenly drop down or drop out of society altogether simply because you decide that you want to do something else. But the something else that you choose to do, you have to look at in a positive light so that this, this is a change, it's not a step back. It's a change from one focus to a different focus. And it might be that you've got to move away from the organisation you're in to accomplish this, both for your own mind as well as for a clean start. But I think that the, the attitude that you take when you make the decision about this is not working for me and the, step, the next step that you take is the important part of the decision-making process. As Kim was talking, I had an example come to mind where a very similar situation but for the person to go back to the level they were at before they felt they couldn't do it within the organization so they left the organization and went somewhere else in fact um, that was easier for them to adjust because yeah. nobody knew them at mm. Um, mm. either levels so that worked for that person however when the people in the first organization found out they were really, really upset because they thought you could have whatever you want. You're so good and, and a great um, member of the organisation that we would have just 
done whatever you wanted. So again, <laughs> to weigh that up and knowing that what can you live with and what would be best for you. And so it comes back to you know what other people think yeah. is their problem, not yours. We can always, in hindsight, say, oh, but we would have done that for you. But maybe we would not have done that for you. In the actual physical activity of having to find a position and move you sideways or away from where you were, that might not well have been possible. You know, someone else has been promoted into the role that you were in before, so it means shuffling all of these other people. And at the end of the day, it might mean that someone right at the bottom of the line is out of a job altogether. So really, is that what you want to accomplish? And if that's not part of your plan, then moving sideways elsewhere is probably going to be the best solution. The scenarios that we're going to cover in these podcasts, we're not looking at giving you answers. We're just going to talk about the options that are available and the processes that you might go through to make some decisions, to work through that, that situation, if that's where you find yourself, in the hope that these ideas and these experiences that we've had will trigger something that will help you through the situation that you find yourself in. And as we mentioned in another podcast, it is a process of understanding yourself as well. Understanding yourself at work and what's the best fit for you as, and including continuous um, growth, not just, oh, this is a good, comfortable fit and I'm going to stay here. But if that truly is what you're best at and that's what, you know, good for you, good for the organisation, then yes. In those cases where you decide that it's not for you and you want to stay within the organisation, you have to know that the organisation can do that for you, that they can provide that process for you to move elsewhere within the organisation to a role that you're going to be more comfortable with with your capabilities. And if that's not the case, you should know the organisation well enough to know that they're not going to be able to provide that for you and you shouldn't demand that they do because that's not going to help anybody. They'll feel put out that you've asked them that you didn't understand the organisation well enough to know that it doesn't happen that they they'll feel helpless that they can't help you and so it engenders a whole lot of negative feelings that I, I have to emphasize you don't want in this situation because you don't know when you need you will interact with these people again when you will need them for another project you know if you move from this organization to another organization and then you're employing people and you have someone that you've crossed paths with previously it, it just extends the negative vibration of that whole activity so be very aware of the decision you're making be very methodical and research what you need to do before you make your decision and not just about you but about the organization and the options that are available I think we've pretty well covered that one so we will leave it there for today I'm Kim Bailey she's Pauliana Osborne and this is Inside Exec <laughs>